right, I'm Adam Wormald, the Communications Director here at Northview, and I'm sitting around the table with Ezra Okoti. Hi. And newcomer, Jesse Schellenberg. Hello. Jesse, who are you? Why are you here? I uh, get to be the campus pastor out in Mission. All right. And Ezra, you were the campus pastor. How long ago was that? Yes, that would be five e- five years. So it'd be, actually, it'd be, it will be five years next month. So towards wow. the end of February, uh, this coming February, it'll be five years since Northview planted or replanted the Mission Campus. So and we got a big party planned. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nice party, good food and all that. It'd be good it's times. Be good. Mm-hmm. So this episode, uh, Ezra is going to kind of interview you, Jesse, as a bit of a get to know you, get to know our, get to know our new campus pastor. But before we do that, let's just keep it light. I, I want to know personally, are you a movie guy? Do you like movies? Do you have any, do you have any favorites? Uh, yeah, Dumb and Dumber is the best movie ever made. Wow. Are you serious? Absolutely. Wow. You're very serious. Oh, yeah, for You're sure. You're not even kidding. No. This, wow. this is me being serious right now. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's not even close. Like, there's nothing even close to it. No I, For way. me, it's it's a close... As far as 90s comedies go, I'm... I think that's number two for me. I'm more of a What's Happy the, Gilmore guy. Wow, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. I can get behind that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I had the VHS of both Dumb and Dumber and Happy Gilmore. Yes. And they at, both... God played repeatedly. Yes. yes. Enough times. Ezra, have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Uh, <laughs> Ezra? I almost, I almost cried. He lives it. He lives it. Hey, oh. No, 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 no. It's me and Jeff. <laughs> but, you know, but let's just That's leave true. it there. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber. I've only seen clips. Oh, I haven't my. actually sat down to watch the movie. I'm You're not, missing out. Okay, now, he's, he's, he's rationale. Again, for, for a lot of people who are immigrants, uh, so we moved to Canada, yep. there's a lot of movies that were playing in the 80s, in the 90s, even in the early 2000s that a lot of immigrants haven't really seen. Uh, they might have played in their home theaters, but again, going to a movie in Africa, dude, it costs an arm and a leg. So by the time you think, I can feed my family half a month with how much I'd pay to go to a movie theater. So um, at the end of the day, a lot of us would not have interacted with some of that content. So uh, you'll excuse me for my ignorance when it comes to uh, pop culture and uh, and uh, movies and uh, songs and things like that. So when you mention all sorts of uh, artists and things, yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. But so I, I think as far as social media content goes, what would be amazing if we just did a live stream on social media of Ezra's face <laughs> as he watched for the Dumb first and time. Dumber. For the first time, yeah. that would be good. And just, I w- I'm just so curious what your what your reactions would be. You know, I I might I might actually this weekend I might borrow it on Apple TV if it's there. I'm sure it's, it should be. Oh, I you can don't get need you the VHS. Yes. Oh, get, I <laughs> have to get. The, that's the optimal viewing. Oh, I can get you the the DVD. Oh, oh you, you, yeah. you, you have it? Director's cut. Yeah, absolutely. No way. Collector's edition. Okay. Brother? Yeah, you better believe and it. And I so, will call you blessed. Okay. <laughs> Ezra, your homework this week okay, my homework. is to watch Dumb and Dumber yes. and then next week give us your review. Yep. Okay. Okay. Done. So, Beautiful. Jesse, other than uh, being a massive Dumb and Dumber fan, which mm-hmm. uh, automatically I feel like I know you. I know you very <laughs> this well. Connection. I can, um, I can sense it as well. What else? What else do you enjoy? Are you a sports guy? Do you like the arts, music? What do you do for hobbies? What's something that you really yes. like? Uh, yeah, I love sports. Um, played uh, quite a bit of baseball growing up. Uh, so, like the Blue Jays. Nice. Uh, follow them a little bit. Uh, still like to play um 
played men's league softball last um, few years and stuff, so that's how I get to justify some exercise in there. I uh, have a young family, uh, so they keep me busy. Uh, three three young kids, so love um, hanging out with them, running around, especially when the weather's a little nicer, getting outside. Um, one of the things moving back to BC we're excited about is uh, exploring those things called mountains. Um, mm-hmm. They don't exist in Alberta. Did you know that? I didn't, what? Yeah, yeah. Just on the border, I, I guess, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, go. those kind of things. Wow. <clears throat> so you're a Blue Jay fan. Look at that. Sure. I, I like baseball. I like just baseball, the sport in general. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But Blue Jays football, would be the team. Football, soccer, I Yeah, hockey. football. Football, I don't mind. Football's good. Hockey is okay. Soccer is not a sport. Um, so I thought I should clarify just, that. Just be quiet. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. Yeah, you've just poked a bear right there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if right. I should I wish leave. I had known this before we hired you. Yeah. Yeah, this I, would have been a different conversation. I left that off the resume for oh, sure. Oh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I, I think we have a lot of things in common. Okay. That's, soccer's the one sport I never played growing up. Oh. Blue Jays fan. Yeah. You know? Three kids? Adam, we could maybe even be friends. Wow. This would be good. Wow. wow. Good. That's cool. Wow. That's good to know. Two hipsters are now telling each other how <laughs> awesome they are. Yeah. What's new? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, there you go. You know what? Uh, I'm actually not planning to stay here for this. I, I have some stuff I'm going to do upstairs. You guys are going to take it from here. You're going to, ha- Ezra, you're going to ask Jesse some questions about, you, you know, his new role, what he's excited for to, to get started with Mission. And uh, I'm excited to listen in on that. Um, before I let you guys go, mm. just a couple quick announcements. Uh, we have the uh, men's retreat coming up April 3rd to 5th at Rock Ridge Canyon, which is always an awesome time. Uh, back nice. up at the canyon this year. Uh, yeah, man. Good times. Yeah. So signups, I believe, are available now on the website. So you can find that. Sign up. And uh, other than that, coming up on February 9th is the next Sela event, which is our praise and prayer night. It's a Sunday night, and uh, yeah, you can come yeah, at the focus, Downs Road campus. Yeah, a focus on that prayer night will be multiplication. So again, people have heard us talking about, hey, how do we multiply not only just other churches, but how do we share Jesus with our neighbors and things like that. So we'll be praying a lot for that, praying for non-Christian friends, families, co-workers, praying for church planting efforts, praying for other churches that... Uh, either we have an affiliation with whom we've planted, praying for the mission campus and nice. East Abbotsford and all that. It'd be good times, man. I Show believe up. that's also the weekend that Mark Birch will be speaking, preaching on yes. multiplication as yes. well. Yes, yes. So he'll be speaking on multiplication uh, that weekend, and then it will lead up to the Sunday night when we get to pray now, uh, based on what we have just heard and and so much more. So it'd be good times. Please make. Make that a priority in your calendar. It'd be great. Yeah, and of course, we always have lots of things going on uh, at our church, so make sure to check out the website, stay up to date on social media. We're quite active on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, you can stay up to date there. We also have a newsletter. Each campus has their own newsletter where oh, we put some nice. of the things that we don't post on social or don't announce. We can't announce everything from the stage. We can't put everything on social. Um, so the newsletter is a great way to get a weekly update on what's going on. Also, the website is a great resource. Where can I find this newsletter? Uh, on the homepage of the website, uh, there's a button right kind of near the top or right under the head image thing, and you can click on it and sign up. You just put your email in there, and then you'll start getting regular weekly newsletters. So, so it'll come It'll come via email? Yep, in your inbox. Oh, nice. Yep. Cool. Adam, that's actually a pretty good idea, this newsletter thing. It wasn't mine. You're, oh, it wasn't? No. I was trying to give you some kudos as a new uh, friend, but I was, No, I'm I working failed. I'm working on uh, I'm working on developing an app. 
oh. for Northview, where kind of all of that stuff will be integrated there, as well as all of our sermons, all of our videos, all of our podcasts, everything will be on there. Nice. So. It might be that my beautiful face will be the app. The icon. Logo. Icon, yes. Maybe. Yeah, no, I'm maybe. trying to not. still uh, convince Adam not that happen. this is a good idea, but uh, nope. he's not feeling me. So nope. thank you so much for that, nope. Adam. Well, we we also are maybe thinking about changing the logo to uh, a black N. So does that work? Well, Ooh. close, but not quite yet. Okay. Yes, All right. my face better. All right. Um, yeah, so those are our announcements. And uh, my way of signing off today is big gulps, huh? Well, well, see you see later. You later. <laughs> oh, dumb and dumber. That's Hold a good uh, All right. spoiler for you there. All right. No, a, no. I, I can't you know wait to get... I, I have no idea what you just said there, but I will... You'll watch for it. I will watch for it. It's good. I will watch for it this weekend. When I sit down, popcorn, my kids around. Is it kid-friendly? No. Can me? No? Uh, uh, okay. Like, I, okay. So I'll take that as no. Yeah. So, okay. So I will sit down with my wife then. And yes. Then, okay. And you will we'll, enjoy it. Well, yeah. She's probably seen it. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Sounds good. All right, I'm out of here. All right, so Jesse yes, Schellenberg, welcome to Northview, brother. Thank you. Good to be here. So when was your first day? My first day was January the 2nd. Technically the 1st, but um, Northview takes that day off. because That's right, that's January a, the 1st. Yes, yep. So I understand that, brother, you grew up at Northview Community Church. I did. I was born, not literally here, but I uh, grew up here uh, mm-hmm. for the first uh, probably 20 years of my life. My, mm-hmm. uh, You might know, recognize the last name. My father was children's pastor for a bit. Now he's care pastor. So yeah, I got to roam the halls back in the day. Uh, but when I was 20, moved away to Alberta. So, but I'm back. Okay. Yeah. But Brought you just rushed through your... 20 years growing up at Northview. So don't be so fast. Okay, okay, We're going right. to walk through these years nice and slow. So your dad, of course, being Vic Schellenberg, yes. whom we have loved and teased for a long time. Yes. Okay, so uh, now when you were born, uh, your parents were still attending Northview? Yes, uh-huh. uh, born, they were attending here. Uh, we lived on a pig farm, uh, but that time pig prices went really poorly. And so... Pops was looking for a new uh, form of revenue for the old family there and got tapped on the shoulder to maybe consider being uh, in children's ministry. So mm-hmm. he had served in there a long time and uh, mm-hmm. took on the challenge. So that meant moving from our farm in uh, Sumas Prairie out to Abbotsford. Uh, and then he served in that role, I think, for 14 years. Um, he often will say that um, pig farming and children's ministry, there's a lot in common. <laughs> that's, that's probably not very nice. Uh, not very nice. No, no, it's not. Yeah, he's care pastor. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gets paid to care, though, so he doesn't actually care. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that. was that. So that brought us into Abbotsford. Uh, I went to uh, Chief Dan George Middle School in town oh. here, uh, graduated from Mowat uh, Secondary. French immersion? I was not French immersion, no. Oh, I, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Einbischen, but that's German that for a German, little bit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. shows so much There's French. No, I know. no, 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 not a not, chance. None of that. Okay, My kid's on? in French immersion, though. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah, he actually came home from his first day and he said, uh, Dad, I taught the taught the teacher how to say hello because she didn't know how. And I had to explain <laughs> to him that it's French immersion, but that was good. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, that's a sidetrack. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of, yeah. So mm-hmm. moved here... Yeah, yeah. So moved to Abbotsford and then lived uh, lived here for till I was yeah twenty one. Right. So Moet graduated, yeah. and then when you graduate high school, what next? What were you thinking at that point? Uh, I was going to be a wealthy businessman. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turned out really well for me. <laughs> <laughs> so went this to, led you to yes, Trinity, went to Trinity Western. Western University. Uh-huh. Uh, actually signed up in their engineering program. They had one where you spent two years at Trinity, then you go to UBC to, to finish it off. Uh, but turns out chemistry is hard. Uh, mm. So if you're listening out there, just word to the wise, chemistry is difficult. Uh, and so kind of a, a moment in my life where I was really challenged my identity uh, as this wealthy, important engineer or businessman uh, was really put to the test. And mm. I had realized that I had found a lot of identity and who I was going to be and how I was going to impress my parents and my friends and my family at what I was going to accomplish. Uh, and God used that moment really cool to teach me a lot about where my identity should be and uh, surrounded me with some amazing godly young men who I aspired to, to be like and to... Um, yeah, just get to know what what made them tick. And right. so, yeah, Trinity was a huge moment in my faith journey, my my formation, uh, to recognize that my priorities were a little off. So you realize chemistry is really hard. Yep. So did you change your major? I did. Uh, so I changed it. I got some interesting advice. I had said, Dad, I think, I think God's calling me maybe into ministry. And he said, that's great. Uh, take a business degree. Don't don't take a religious studies degree. And uh-huh. I was like, why? And he says, well, if you're going to go into ministry, you're going to go into seminary, you're going to learn all the Bible stuff, and that's going to be good for you and necessary. Uh, but it's also good to know how to rub shoulders with um, with the secular world. And so that was actually really good advice for me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I graduated from Trinity with my, my business degree and um, had a, a brief, um, relatively successful career in the business world. Uh, we worked for a, a large company in, uh, in Aldergrove, and then they were expanding out into Edmonton, and that's where my wife's. Um, I met a wife, by the way, at Trinity. Um, that was important. I mean, too. that's what you but, go to yeah, Trinity to yes, do. Yes, that Study was the main reason. And then I got a degree, so it's kind of a bonus. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so uh, then we expand. Our the company was expanding into Edmonton, and so um, had an opportunity to go do that out in Edmonton, and we took it and had a lot of fun. Learned a lot how to manage people, work with people that have uh, different backgrounds and views and stuff. Uh, but. Uh, really sensed uh, God's call uh, probably about five, six years in uh, that he, yeah, he had plans for me to serve in his church. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And this this all happened now while you're in Edmonton. Correct. So talk us through <clears throat> how that actually happened. Yeah, for sure. So uh, there's actually a very pivotal moment. It was um, the very first day we had just commissioned our new plant, this big, brand new, shiny $14 million building with all the fancy equipment. It was day one. There was 100 employees going to cascade onto this building. Uh, and I was the plant manager. I was the one that was supposed to, I was 20, like four years old, way over my head. Like, you were did, going to direct this absolutely, operation? Absolutely. Absolutely. No yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and so there I am, day one. I got there at like five in the morning, wanted to make sure everything was in order. Order, and I open the door and water floods out of this 40,000 square foot. Oh, yeah. There was six inches of water on the ground. And I'm sitting there. Uh, oh, boy. Like, there, this is not, there's not supposed to be water on the ground. And so I, like, splash, splash, splash all the way to the boiler room because I see there's water pouring out of it. And it was 40, minus 40 that day. Oh, my. And the people who had built the plant installed the exhaust fan backwards. No. And so rather than blowing like the bad air out of the boiler room, they, they were ble- sucking the minus 40 degree air into in the, the boiler oh. and they froze the boiler. Like this is not good. Boilers are very expensive oh, and heavy and no. all these kinds of things. So yeah, there was lots and lots of water everywhere. And I remember going back 
uh, into my office and sitting down it was in a puddle because that's everything was flooded. And I was so mad at God. Like I had worked so hard and we were there was this moment and I was going to make a name for myself and it was going to be good. And I couldn't think of anything but how angry I was at God uh, in that moment. And it was, it was from that moment on that I had realized the reason I was mad at God was very similar to why, why Jonah was mad at God. Mm. And it was because God was calling him to do something, something else, something different. Mm. Uh, he had a plan and a way better purpose for his life. And Jonah didn't want anything to do with it. And neither did I. I didn't want anything to do with what God was calling me to do and where he wanted me to be. That was both in my, my family life as, as a leader in our home and as a husband, as a dad, uh, all these kinds of things, the things that God was calling me to do. I wanted to do things my way. And so I was angry and I had my little moment. I didn't spend any time in the belly of a whale, but I was in a, 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 a flooded plant. So there <laughs> might a be a bit of a, flooded, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, a correlation there perhaps. Uh, but yeah, and that, that was a moment, uh, a really big turning point in my life where I recognized who am I going to live for? Who, who? And I just really appreciate that terrible moment that God used divinely um, by the power of his spirit to, to draw me back to himself. So I'm guessing it was a series of weeks when that re-adjustment re, uh, took mm. place where, okay, who are you living for and all that? So for that sure. took a, a few weeks before you realized, actually, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And, and I think more so, it was it was more of a realization of my whole life knowing that that I think God had had gifted me and equipped me to, to serve in his church, uh, to be a shepherd of his flock. And I had denied it time and time and time and time again. So this moment wasn't a new revelation, but it was kind of the last, the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will. That is um, remarkable. Yeah. And, and it's it's hard when we, uh, my identity was in success and fame. We like to call that idolatry. Yeah. Um, so when our idol idols start to fall, it hurts. It hurts a lot, oh, right? Well, and so yes, that was a real big moment in my life where uh, I had to, I had to, who, who am I living for? And everything I've done, the decisions I make, the way I'm directing my family, it's all based off of worshiping this idol that isn't, uh, isn't right. It's, it's a false God. And so, yeah, that was a, that was a tough season, but uh, so a good you're one. In, so you're in Edmonton, you have this ridiculous moment, day one of your new life as yeah. an important business person, buildings flooded, a crisis moment. Uh, God reveals himself asking you, what are you doing here kind yeah. of thing. You should, this is not what I called you to be. Yeah. So how then did you move away from the business world yeah. and come into the church world? How yeah. did that happen? For sure. So uh, not that long after that, um, it was probably about a year uh, of figuring out, okay, so you can't just quit or whatever. I'd committed myself to this and put a lot of time and energy into it. And so I started thinking about... What do I do now, right? That's that's the natural question that came up. And so, what happened after a, kind of a series of of transition? Eventually, found my my uh, self in a role of sales so that I could work four days a week at this company and then go to seminary one day a week. Hmm. Um, and so that was really cool. Um, and yeah, I bumped into someone at seminary. He was actually the um, I forget his official title. I think it was area minister or something for the North American Baptist Association. And he said, uh, bumped into him at seminary and said, hey, let's grab a coffee. And so I just kind of shared him my story and some of my experiences and stuff. And he said, hey, do you have a resume? And I, oh, sure, why not? And I gave it to him. And uh, I think six months later, I was on staff at a at a church in Alberta as wow. um, yeah associate pastor role. While still doing seminary. Yes, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was probably a quarter done seminary, roughly, uh, when uh, I started at at the church, and then um, yeah, finished it 
So how long how long were you serving at this previous church before you and I had conversations regarding the mission campus? Probably four about four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years, and then my time there total was uh, was about five. Right. Yeah. And then you were thinking church planting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I know you're not supposed to have a favorite book of the Bible, but I do, uh, and it's the book of Acts, and it's the, the the story of how the Spirit is at work birthing the church, essentially. And it is. Uh, I find it profound. I find it some of the most fascinating um, narrative and the stories and uh, just what God is doing and how he's doing it in in all these diverse people groups and areas around uh, the Mediterranean using the Apostle Paul. Uh, I love it. I think it's amazing. And I think the church is an idea. um, It is an amazing idea that that God is one of the primary ways in which he is is bringing his gospel um, to the ends of the earth. And so... To me, the church in our culture, unfortunately, uh, is kind of like a little lame puppy dog that we tap on the head. It's neat to have those nice buildings in our communities, um, and it's not seen as this bastion of light uh, that it's supposed to be, uh, yeah. according to Scripture. And so uh, the idea that, that Northview's vision of, of church multiplication and church planting and, and really elevating what the church is uh, in a local community uh, is is fascinating to me. And, and the reason it's fascinating to me is because it's so biblical. Uh, it's so what uh, what Pentecost is, is all about, essentially, mm-hmm. right, with uh, the apostles uh, going out and starting this this thing called the Great Commission. So, yeah, that, that kind of uh, Northview's vision and, and mission there, and, and just looking at my own life and my family and some of the ways God has gifted us and equipped us uh, just seemed like a really good fit uh, for us to, to serve in that way and to become part of, of what Northview is, is trying to accomplish. Man, I mean, it's it's uh, great having you uh, be a part of our staff team, and you're definitely a gift to us and to the people in mission. And I know they'll. Yeah, I've only been here two weeks. You be careful. Be careful. Okay. They'll grow to love okay. you. I mean, I mean, they loved me. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, true. That's and a good I'm point. hard to love. Good point. So you know, uh, they were very accepting. So I'm sure they will they will love you too and get and grow to really appreciate your ministry. So mission. So mm. again, just giving uh, people who are listening just a quick little um, overview. I heard that you. You were thinking church planting and you wanted to go through assessment and things like that. Mm. But around the same time, uh, we were going through some transitions here at Northview and I was going to be moving away from this role uh, at the mission campus. Uh, but then we were thinking, okay, so now who would come and take over this work and things like that. And so we thought, hey, you know what, Jesse would probably be the guy. But again, we have to take him through the paces and discern if this is what the Lord is leading that led to uh, multiple conversations and coffees and things like that. And so here you are. Mm-hmm. Question, my dear brother. Yes. So now that you're here, what do you think about the Mission Campus? Now be careful. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> uh, my first Sunday there, I looked them all in the eyes as uh, I had the opportunity to preach, and I told them they're weird, uh, was the director. <laughs> exact wow. Exact word. Uh, but but here's, what I, here's what I meant by it. Uh, here, look at me trying to justify my, uh, my comments. Yeah, your arrogance, but carry on. <laughs> yes. Mission is diverse. It is a very uh, diverse city. Um, as I mentioned in our, our sermon, uh, it's the neighbors to the west, the east, sorry, of the mission campus is a monastery and a prison. Um, to the to the east, uh, or sorry, to the west is uh, redneck farmland on the north side of the road and suburbia on the south. I think of our own house that we bought in mission 
Uh, we have homeless people walking down our street across from a million dollar homes, of which our house is not one of them. Uh, but it, it's just weird. It's a very diverse place. There's a big industrial area that you kind of drive through when you walk in. And one of the things that uh, as I continue to, to drive into the, to the city and, and just kind of familiarize myself with it is just uh, a sense of anticipation and hope and wonder of what God is going to do uh, in a diverse community like this um, with his gospel. Because uh, we know that the gospel breaks down all of these silly barriers that us humans make, whether it's socioeconomic mm-hmm. or uh, racial or, or whatever it is. And so I, I think Mission Campus has an amazing ability uh, to be a, a beautiful foretaste of, of the, the kingdom of God and what heaven's going to be like uh, with regards to that. So, yeah. yeah uh, I, a vast, eclectic group. Absolutely. People from different socioeconomic backgrounds, from different uh, cultures even. Absolutely. Um, moving into mission and mm-hmm. being a part of that community. So uh, there'll be listeners who will be asking, okay, so Jesse, what vision is God placing in your heart regarding the ministry of uh, North Virginia Church or the mission campus in the next few years? Like what, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? What, what, what are you excited about? Uh, of course, uh, the gospel being preached to people mm-hmm. is, is something that is near and dear to you for sure. But uh, uh, is there anything specific that that you feel, man, the Lord is really uh, drawing you to toward this kind of ministry or this direction in regards to that campus and its ministry in that community? Yeah. One of the things uh, about the book of Acts, as I mentioned earlier, is it seems that when, uh, when there was great gospel renewal happening in, in various cities or areas or places, it was uh, because God had granted favor um, in yeah. the eyes of, of those communities or groups. And one of the things I can't help but notice is that God has granted the mission campus, Northview, the name of Northview in mission, incredible favor uh, to the point where a, a secular high school is asking the youth pastor, uh, Danae Friesen, um, to be involved there, to, to, to serve, to, to help, to mentor kids. This doesn't happen in, in our world, right? That's right. Uh, and there's many other examples of that, whether that's Mission Kids or, or some of the other ministries that that is there. So I, I want to be sensitive to how God has granted that campus favor and see how we can take uh, the good news of Jesus uh, and not just share it amongst ourselves as believers. We are to do that. That's that's part of the, the call in Acts 2.42, but also to... to take heed of Jesus' words to go uh, and to see what that what that might look like in in the community of mission as God grants us favor um, in the eyes of, of the people there. Yeah. I think one story that I think is, it just makes me laugh is um, Frank and, and some of the team there putting a lot of effort into the Christmas parade and they have a float that goes down and when they win the thing every year, right? And it's oh, just yeah. it's just neat to see uh, is that the, the whole call of the gospel is to win the float in the local community? No, it's not. Or really? Do, yeah. No, I no, it's not. <laughs> uh, but, but, but can that be a tool for us to gain favor yeah. in the eyes of our community so that yeah. we can present the gospel? Absolutely, it can. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of just little stories like that that um, yeah, are interesting to me. So, um, obviously, you've only been here two weeks. It's been two weeks. Uh, uh, a lot of ministries are now starting up. You came when there was this uh, Christmas uh, shutdown of the ministry. And then, yes. of course, the snow is here, and the yes. cold weather. Uh, sometimes I wish I was in Africa, but I'm not. <laughs> Anywho, um, what are some ministries that either you have seen or 
that you're excited about that are currently happening at our mission campus. Now, the reason I'm asking this question is a lot of people who are listening to this podcast, some of a majority of them would be Abbotsford, Downs Road, or East Abbotsford folk, mm-hmm. and they may not necessarily know exactly what goes on at the mission campus. So this is an opportunity for you just to let our viewers know, or, or our, our hearers know, what's what's going on. Uh, what are some exciting things that are happening in mission? For sure, yeah. So the, the ministries that are going to be similar to the ones in Abbotsford, the community groups, the men's and ladies Bible studies, I'm excited about those. Uh, we had our ladies Bible study kickoff because it was canceled last week because the snow uh, last week, and uh, all the people involved in those are doing a great job and really excited to see what God is, is going to do those. But in, in terms of unique ones uh, mm-hmm. to the mission campus, uh, Mission Kids is, is one. Uh, it's a neat ministry where um, we, we pick up uh, kids after school, uh, bring them to the to the mission campus, uh, give them a snack. Uh, the moms and, and family members that come with them sometimes go into the kitchen and they're taught how to make nutritious meals and are sent home with, with food for, for the week. Uh, the kids are mentored one-on-one uh, with regards to schooling, giving a, a gospel lesson. Uh, what a neat opportunity. Uh, so, so that's one unique one. Really excited to see what, what God does through there. Uh, there's also a partnership um, on the campus with uh, Jesters. Uh, that's another thing that's that's really cool. Uh, kids coming to learn, uh, just yeah, community kids, Christian, non-Christian, uh, to learn uh, to build community through the arts, uh, through theater. Uh, again, also uh, mentored, taught gospel lessons, uh, those things. Uh, there's motherhood cafe, many things, probably things I'm forgetting for sure. It's, it's yeah. a very dynamic place. I'm trying to keep my head on straight, but yeah, yeah lots of cool things going uh, going on a mission. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Mission Kids program is a very unique program where these kids who come from really poor backgrounds socioeconomically and uh, struggling with school a lot because just home life sometimes may not be the best mm. uh, for all sorts of reasons. And so you're seeing a lot of volunteers at the Mission Campus stepping up and saying, hey, we want to love on these kids mm-hmm. and their families as well. Uh, teach these kids, mentor them, moms in the kitchen doing doing some baking or whatever. But the point of the min- the kitchen ministries, gospel conversations with these women, mm-hmm. uh, which will lead then to a community games night that happens uh, maybe three or four times a quarter or something like that. Um, a lot of fun, fun little activities that mm-hmm. the Mission Campus does. Man, yeah. it's really exciting to have you here, man. Hey, it's good to be here. Yeah, so uh, you have a wife. I do. And she, who is she? She's amazing. Oh, uh, is she? Yeah, she's, she's a great woman. Of course she is. Her name is Brayden. She has a boy's name. It confuses everyone. Uh, even the bank, we we submitted our application for a, getting checks correctly, and it came back Mr. Braden Schellenberg and Mrs. Jesse Schellenberg. <laughs> so there's that. This is awesome. Yeah. I, I have a girl's name. She has a boy's name. It's weird. Get over it. Braden and Jesse. Yes, that is who we are. Uh, she's an Alberta girl. So she is from northern Alberta, Valleview. If anyone listening knows where that is, good for you. Uh, town of, I think, a thousand people or something like that. Uh, so mm. she is getting acclimatized to the rain. Uh, she's used to the snow, so last week was actually quite quite comforting for her. Uh, but no, she she was right at home last yes, week. Yes, yes. So we met in uh, Trinity Western University. We've been married for I think almost nine years, coming up uh, this summer. Uh, but yeah, amazing, amazing woman. She uh, has an incredible gift of of hospitality, and uh, me being an introvert, often when I just go home and read a book and sit in the corner in the fetal position uh, after dealing with humans all, all week. But uh, she has a great ability of just um, bringing in people, um, whatever their stories or pasts are, into our home, making them feel loved and cared for, and it gives us as a family a beautiful opportunity to to show the love of Christ. And very, together, very you to have her. kids. Yes, we do. Uh, we have three children. Maverick is our oldest. Uh, he is five. Five and a half. We have Ren, who's our middle child. She is three and a half, and then Oliver, who's uh, 
rambunctious little guy. He is uh, one and a half years old, and they keep her extremely busy. Of yes. course they do. Yes, they do. Yes, and by trade, your wife would be a... She's a trained educator, so she's a teacher, uh, hoping to, uh, yeah, get on some sub lists and stuff here probably in the near future once we settle in a little bit and uh, do a little subbing in the the. Uh, school system in, in mission and, and such. So, yeah, looking forward to that. But it's really exciting, um, uh, Jesse, to have you at Northview because, again, even as you, we talked a little bit about you growing up at Northview and things like that, you attended Jeff Bucknam's Young Adults Group and Absolutely. then mine a little bit. Yes, yeah. Ah, yes. Yes. Man, the times have gone. Yes. How? Okay, so so here's a question for, for listeners who may be new to Northview. Mm-hmm. Looking back... Northview before and Northview today. What are some changes that you would say, man, this is a significant change of, um, of Northview? And again, you being a guy who you moved to Alberta, so you're attending a different church, a whole different denomination, yes. and now you've come back home. Yeah. Uh, so the Northview you find in 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. and the Northview you left uh, changes. Anything uh, that stands out to you that would be worth mentioning? Uh, two things. I would say, one, it's it's really big. Uh, there's lots of people here. I, uh, I think my first day, I'm at the Downs campus and in the office, and I don't recognize any of these people. It's kind of intimidating, and there's lots of moving parts. Uh, so that would be one. It's There is just a lot of things going on at Northview, and uh, that's amazing, and that's really cool. Uh, and so, I yeah, I got a lot to learn uh, still, but Excited to be, yeah, part of that part of that team. I think another thing uh, is actually not different, but uh, the reason uh, Northview was my home church and and was really influential was because there was a gospel centeredness to this church. Fifteen years ago, ten years ago, when uh, we left to, to Alberta, and that is still the same, and that is so important. Uh, I think. Uh, it's kind of neat as you think about the multiplication vision and, and even uh, the building uh, campaign and, and stuff coming up. You think of, of why do we need to do this and all that kind of stuff. And I just go back to me as a young guy. Um, this church had a place, a spot um, for a young adult who was kind of wandering in their faith, kind of thinking, how important is this? And I need to be a rich businessman. And how is this all going to work? Yeah. Uh, that there were people willing to speak into my life, the Jeffs, the Ezras, uh, who were willing to say, Jesus is more important than your career goals or, or any of this other stuff. And that message is still clear at Northview. And that's really important. There, there's lots of change. The buildings change, the staff change, all these kind of things change. But um, if we would lose that gospel call, uh, then that would be a problem. And so it's exciting to be part of a church that has a history of that. Uh, and that uh, that the fruit of it has been beautiful in terms of making disciples. So as we come to a close to um, of this little mini interview that I'm having with you, uh, you and Braden and the kids are settling into the Fraser Valley Lower Mainland after being away for a number of mm-hmm. years. Uh, what are some things that our people can be praying for, particularly when they think of you, they think of the mission campus and the ministry that God has called you guys into? Uh, a few prayer items that our people can be remembering when they think of you guys. For sure. Uh, for me, the biggest one is is relationships. I think ministry is all about relationships uh, with God and with one another. And so uh, I need to, to make relationships quickly um, with leaders, with congregants, with uh, fellow staff members. So just pray that I would uh, continue to have the relational capacity and the energy and the patience um, to spend time with people. That That's everything. It's, it's very easy to get caught up in all the things going on and try to, um, yeah, just, just catch up and spend time doing that. But just uh, moments for me to recognize uh, 
people are so important, and that's that's the call of, of a pastor is to shepherd the flock. And so just that I would have, uh, yeah, that, that God would be with me as I seek to, to build relationships and that they'd be built quickly uh, so that we can get to work uh, mm-hmm. serving our Lord would be a big one. And then the other thing is uh, we're moving. We've our, We calculated our little guy, Maverick, has lived in six houses in the last five years. Wow. So we're done with that. We're over it. <laughs> I, I'm done with moving. We have one more move to go. We're actually living in our parents' house right now. Uh, and so we're quickly trying to finish up some renovations in our house and mission so that we can move in there uh, and can't wait to see how God uses that house um, for his glory out, out in mission. Uh, but if you, we could be praying for just uh, that transition, uh, man, our kids have been rock stars in terms of starting a new school and new friends and different relationships and all that kind of stuff. But just continue to lift up uh, my family in prayer with regards to this kind of final transition until we make a new home um, yeah. would be much appreciated. You betcha, man. We will definitely be praying for you. Jesse, welcome you. to the North Free Church family. Uh, uh, welcome again. I yes, mean, yes, sure. Uh, this, is, this has been home for you. Uh, I am so thrilled and so, uh, I should I guess, humbled by the way mm. the Lord's providence works, where you were born, uh, when your parents were attending here, you grew up at this church, were discipled here through our children's ministries, youth, uh, young adults. You go out wanting to change the world as a business person. The Lord calls you takes you through schooling, gives you ministry experience, and here you are now, a pastor in the church that you were actually born into. This is remarkable providence and evidence of God's grace, um, obviously on you, your family, and also to this church. So it's uh, you are a success story, man, and mm. I, I couldn't be prouder and happier for you and your family uh, for this new journey that the Lord has put you in. Yeah, glory to God. Yeah, Amen. man. So again, God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of our team here. And I'm sure you'll be hearing your voice on the podcast and in other places as well as we move along here. Hey? Sounds good. Good times, man. Well, if you're listening again, that is Jesse Schellenberg, our campus pastor the Mission Campus. We are so delighted that this brother is part of our pastoral team. And uh, you may want to go and visit the Mission Campus when he's saying that the ministry there is really doing great. Uh, it is the best campus, by the way. I thought I should <laughs> clarify that. You know, I... I I wouldn't doubt that because I was actually yeah, there too. Absolutely, so there of you course, go. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would really encourage you. If you've never been to a mission campus, you might want to go and visit this campus. I mean, five years in, we are just shy of 600 people coming there on, on each weekend. I mean, the Lord is doing amazing things at that campus. Go check it out one of these weekends. You will love the staff there. Frank, mm. amazing worship leader. Jesse, yes. remarkable staff pastor. Are awesome. Staff are awesome. It's really, really cool. Well, God bless you guys, and we will catch you at the next one.